You know that age between 28 and 31 where you're like, WTF is going on? Yeah, that's your Saturn return. My name is Court and I'm here to spill the tea on what all this means astrologically. And let's be honest, I need to figure out how to make it through my own Saturn return because, whoa, am I right? Expect real stories from real people who have already been through this life-changing transit. You'll hear little nuggets from me and my diary that I've kept over the past few months. Plus, I'll interview others who have passed this phase already and are on to the next series of their life. So grab your iced coffee and get your diary. Prep yourself because Saturn is always listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Saturn Return Diaries podcast slash, I guess, now on YouTube. Um, I'm super excited because I'm talking to the the one and only Jen April. <laughs> you were like, who? <laughs> I feel like I had to say that. I just wanted to. Um, no, I'm so excited because um, actually Jen and I have never met in real life. Um, but through the online space and, um, you know, 2020, what it was, I was connected to so many different people and Jen was one of them. So yeah, this is so exciting to hear her story from Saturn return era. Um, but what I will say is that <laughs> I remember this time last year, I think actually you came on my IG live and we talked about um, like bravely beautiful and mm -hmm. what that kind of meant to you and your bravely beautiful journey. So I just feel like this is so cool to have like this kind of turn into this route. So thank you for being here. Um, do you want to, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Give people like a little bit of insight into who you are. I say like, I don't want to say like what you do, but like who you are. on. I know. Yeah. I would say who, who are you being? Who are you being instead of who are you being today? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who am I being? I don't know. I can be whoever I want today, but, um, I was going to say we will meet. There's, mm -hmm. there's some plans in the work and you're like, we never met in person. And I'm like, That's we will. Of... Don't worry. Yeah. It's already happened. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it'd be super fun to meet you. If we need to get a big meeting here of all the people in Canada and Ontario that, you know, have like a big let's meet court date, not court oh. date, but Courtney date. <laughs> <laughs> a Courtney date. I mean, yeah, Courtney date. Yeah, I'm into this. We'll make it happen. Yeah, um, that'd be awesome. But like, what about Jen? Tell us about you. Hey, well, okay. So, um, yeah, so I am, I guess I'll just start with the, the service. Like, I guess I'm a medium. I'm a psychic. I love what I do. I do Reiki. I'm a Reiki master. I'm a life coach. I'm a mentor. And all these, these things, I feel that's why we kind of maybe resonate with each other is because you also do a lot of things. And there's, there's things that we do that people don't even know that we can do because when we're doing these things, they start evolve quietly. Yeah. And then one day we wake up and go, Oh, wait, I can do this too. And then we just keep adding more and more and more. Mm -hmm. So um, I love everything about this. I am a former kindergarten teacher, which is kind of a cool story that I'm sure people who do know me um, have heard the story a bajillion times, and maybe they're tired of it, maybe they're not. But that's sort of like a cool process that sort of evolved out of who Jen is. And mm -hmm. I could go into the really deep spiritual Kukumanga, like who is Jen? Well, Jen is just this house. This is the house of Jen. This you guys can't see me, but um, um, the body is where Jen is living uh, on this life and live many lives 
And I'm sure I've known Court in a past life as well, too, because um, whenever you meet someone, you're very familiar with them and you feel like you've known someone, that is usually an indicator that you have some past experience with them on a soul level. So oh, yeah. how's that? I love that. <laughs> And, and first of all, people can see your, your, your house on YouTube. Oh, there. okay. Here's my house. Oh, sorry. I'm so used to the podcast because I do a podcast and I'm like, I know, I know. I look like a bum. We're branching yeah. out. It's, and so, you know, Yay. Ourselves. this is good. Um, but I actually really like how you touched on, um, like that, um, energy of like almost like soul fam, like connecting to people, because I was thinking about this the other day and I'm like, how so cool is it that, you know, we've connected online and we have now all these like different groups of people. And, and I truly do feel like moving into 2022, like you kind of just yeah. said, like, I feel like we're going to get to meet and meet yeah. those people in real life. And it just proves that energy is real people. So. Right. Don't need, <laughs> don't need no scientists. I always say people are like, Oh, it's conspiracy. I'm like, actually it's not, it's energy. Yeah. So, so going back to what i what I do, what I embody is energy reading. I'm an energy reader. Like I read energy, mm. right? So when I, when I tune into your energy, I don't need to, because it's so like, it's so big and expansive and it reaches all the way to Ontario, which is great. I don't know how great that is for you to have your, <laughs> but, but like people, people like know you, if I say to someone like, Oh, blah, 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 court. And they're always like, Oh, that's the girl who does this. Or that's the, the, the fun girl who was on your podcast. Do you know what I mean? So it's really, um, reaching out without you even it's like almost like you wouldn't even need to be on social media like do an experiment just like for a week just be off there and just like spread your energy out and I feel like you would have like more people going hey who's this court girl and yeah sign is this a message for me to take a break (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you've already got that message a bajillion times and they're just being but you're not listening. So you will have to listen. If you don't, they will make you listen. I know, I know, I know, I know. Here's like just a fun fact. This is what happens when Jen and I chat, by the way, we will get to the the juicy parts, but here, so for those of you who don't know, Jen does, um, I always tune in every Wednesday. It's like how I finish off my work day before I go to the beach, of course. Um, but she does this, um, radio show, which is, um, it's air. What's it, what's it called again? Uh, A1R Psychic Radio Network. Right, right. And it's so cool because, um, you know, she kind of gets on there and talks with her husband. Um, she's also had people on there who she's chatting with. But but then afterwards, there's a like after party. Mm-hmm. And one of the times she had an after party and had a guest on and they were doing free readings and brought through my papa. And it was this like, <laughs> basically like get off your computer. And I was laughing so hard because <laughs> I'm uh, this uh, yeah anyway so yeah. go check that out I'll link everything below yeah <laughs> um, but so fun so anyway let's kind of get into this a bit so of course like if you're new here and you have no idea what we're talking about we're going to talk about Saturn returns today and uh if you've never listened to the previous episodes I highly recommend going back and listening to those just because I kind of break down what a Saturn return is what a Saturn is, what what's going on during that time of your life. And the goal or intention with these podcasts is to have other people share their stories during that time. So we're going to have Jen chat a little bit today about her Saturn return. And before we do that, I kind of want to ask you, do you know your sun, moon and rising? Yeah. And the only reason I do is because of you. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I had a, a birth chart reading and I was, that was just sort of clarified and like, you know, 
put in stone everything that I that I believed in or what I was doing. So if you if you need your birth chart read, um, I'm book one with court. But so Maybe so girl. you told me, well, okay. So my son is the main one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Sagittarius. Yeah. I'm a fire sign. Moon is Pisces. What's the other one? So Sun Moon Rising. Leo. Yeah. Which if you like know the terms and the energy behind them and the meanings behind them, makes to if you know me, you're like, oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. Right. So like fiery, passionate, like in your face most of the time, then very emotional and sensitive. And, you know, I've been called dramatic my whole life. Why are you so sensitive? And I'm like, oh, well, because my rising, what was it? My moon is Pisces. That makes so much sense. Okay. Yeah. So that's how I was born. Yeah. And, um, and the Leo part too is bravery and, and putting yourself out there and, you know, those kind of, I mean, those are only a little bit of the meanings I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, when you put all those together in like a little package, it, it makes total sense of that's, that's who I embody. That's my essence kind of thing. So. Oh, totally. And I'm so glad mm -hmm. that you kind of like brought that into it. Cause I was going to ask you, is there any parts of this that are your signs yeah. that you really resonate with? So, um, all would, of them, all of them, <laughs> all of the above. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. and as we're, yeah, as we're kind of like doing this right now, you know, uh, doing this podcast currently it's cancer season, which means that, um, that's right before Leo season. So there's a lot of transition for Jen because she has her rising sign in Leo, which means that she's at, she's kind of working with 12th house energy right now. Um, that's kind of energy. That's conversations for a different day but it's just you know kind of interesting to kind of pull out um knowing that right now she's moving towards kind of embodying more of her rising sign which is about being seen which is about using your voice because of leo so thank you for being here and stepping into that today yes i love i love doing stuff like this and yeah. you know, it's so it's so funny that i do actually feel that you know and some people might not believe fully in astrology and you know, but like it, there is some, there, not some, there's a lot of like, mm. uh, I want to say clout to it. There's a lot of things that do apply because it's energy and it, it's universal, which is what we as light workers and healers and mediums and psychics work in. We actually work in that world. So it has to make sense that we actually embody these energies and these, these ways of being. It's just like the Leo. And I'm seeing that my gifts are actually getting stronger, which I didn't think was possible because I thought I was pretty powerful in my gifts already, but now I was like, wait a minute, what, I can do this now, I can do this now. And so like, it makes, and I feel like I'm, I am getting that roar, even though I already had the roar, you know, it's getting like, you know, the male lion roar instead of the female lion roar. It's just gonna get louder and louder. So watch out. <laughs> I love it. We love this. Yeah, embody all of that. It's so powerful to have, I always say people who have rising signs in Leo, it's almost like, first of all, they make really good teachers because they're kind of like the ones at the front and who can like be seen and who can spread a message, so to speak. But it doesn't necessarily mean that that teaching has to be in a way that is the norm. So because you also have Sagittarius Sun, this could also mean that someone who's here to like teach and um, kind of bring philosophy to the world. So you do really embody. But there you just proved your, you just proved the point of uh, astrology being true because. I literally was a kindergarten teacher as a kid. That was my dream to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. I remember playing with a little Fisher Price thing and, and I was the teacher all the time with my dolls and my friends. And then, then I left that career to do this and I'm teaching in this realm. So 
See, there's another point you just proved. <laughs> so <laughs> many goodies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay, we're gonna kind of dive in. I'm gonna ask you a few questions and prompt you mm -hmm. throughout, just so then that way yeah. you can get some like, um, I guess, good insight on what was going on. But um, yeah, I just want to like actually put this in here that when I read Jen's book, so last year when I first met her and I was on her podcast, um, mm -hmm. then she was so kind and she sent me her book. And as I was reading it, I didn't know that you were a teacher and you had gone on a leave of absence first. And that is yeah. exactly when I was going through mine. So I just wanted to put that in there because people, the teachers that you need mm -hmm. find you at the exact time that you need them. And I remember reading those lines and being like, oh my God, like, this is like exactly what I was feeling, what I was going through. And I needed, not needed, but it's almost like I had someone like energetically holding my hand. It kind of makes me emotional to be like, I did this and you can do this too. Yeah. So that, I just wanted to put that in there. And this is why yeah. we're here, so. <laughs> right, that's yeah. right. Spirit, um, spirit brings you the people that you need at the perfect time. Totally. And um, yeah, hopefully this helps people as well. Yeah. Okay. So we did your sun, moon rising. Now we're going to talk about your Saturn sign. So do you know what your Saturn sign is? No. I don't. I you're going to tell me because you're yeah. the expert in that. I got you. So Jen's Saturn is in the sign of cancer and it's actually in the 11th house. So we'll break that down a little bit just so that people kind of understand. Um, so first of all, Saturn is about structure in our life. It's our biggest teacher, karma, lessons that we have to learn um, kind of come through Saturn. And when we're going through our Saturn return, it really amplifies going the distance, so to speak. And when you have Saturn in Cancer, that can bring about things like becoming a mom um, cancer is nurturing energy. It's motherly energy. It has to do with, you know, the divine feminine. Um, the fact that it's in your 11th house tells us that there can be expansion in the, either your community, your friendship groups, collective. Um, and so having those pieces of the puzzle kind of help. Another kind of thing that's interesting about Jen's chart for those astrology lovers out there who will understand this is there's a trine for you between your Saturn, which is in the 11th house, it's in cancer. And then Mercury, which is at the bottom in your fourth house. Look at, I'm doing this off memory right now. Good for you. Look at yeah. you. Fourth house in um, Scorpio. And then your moon, which is in the, I think it's the eighth house of um, Pisces and a trine is like a favorable aspect. So it, it kind of is very intuitive. It's helpful in our charts. We can use this energy really well. And she has it between three water signs, people, three water signs. Like that's is that why I'm crying all the time. Or yeah. And it's like pure, like it's purely so intuitive and so based on like, yeah, emotions and feelings and emotional intelligence and all these things. So the fact that like your Saturn kind of is the pointer at the top of this trine um, tells me that there's a lot of like lessons on how to use that energy to your advantage in the structure of your life and in the greater scheme of things in the 11th house for the collective. Yeah. So 
Well, that was probably a lot well, of info, but yes. now we're going to break it down a bit here. So <laughs> what was happening in your, let's, let's go back a little bit. So around the age of 27, um, what was happening for you in your life then? I was always pregnant, man. I was having babies like out the wazoo, literally. <laughs> so yeah. So around, you said 2007, right? So um, that would have been right after the birth of my third child when you were first 27. when I was 27 yeah so uh my second okay so I was pretty young when I had my first and then my second I would say around the second but that's interesting because after the birth of my first son I was great you know everything was great we moved or whatever but then after the second one I ended up getting postpartum depression mm. so as I'm saying it out loud I'm like well that was different than before so but but that you know back then like just for a backstory when I was that young, I had no idea about any of this stuff. Mm. Completely in the hermit mode. I was having babies. I was trying to get through my day, sleepless nights and all that good stuff. I had no idea there was anything else outside of that. Okay. So that that's a good backstory to, to the history of, of the future. But um, yeah, I was postpartum depression. I had just moved. Okay. So here we go. Here's some new stuff. We had just moved from Sarnia to Orangeville. I didn't know anyone. Didn't know anyone. I had just started making a whole bunch of friends. We would get together and have tea and whatever and hang out, watch soap operas. It sounds really boring, but like it was like a big transition for us from one city of knowing people to a whole other one of not knowing anybody and, and trying to navigate my way around the community, um, having small children, right? So there was um, Ontario Earlier Center that we have here. I don't know if we still have it, but that was my lifesaver. And if I didn't have that place, like, you know, when you have depression, you have horrible thoughts and you shouldn't be alone. And that place actually saved me. So now that I'm saying it out loud, a lot of things really transpired out of that time period that were that were leading me up. I can see the steps now, the breadcrumbs leading me up to to where I ended up. So mm -hmm. and so, yeah. So just to kind of go back a little bit. So at this time you had moved. How old were you when yes. you moved? Oh gosh, I don't know. So what's, uh, do me some math, um, 2003. Okay. Math so eight, yeah, I know, not either. I had to Google, okay? <laughs> you don't need to do the math, it's fine. Okay, listen, that's why yeah. I used to be, kind I said I'm a kindergarten teacher because I'm not good at math. Right. I don't need to know math in kindergarten. No, no, 100%. Um, yeah. Okay, so back, okay, so yeah. So you, basically you had moved, you were in this new place. Yes. Um, didn't know anybody and you were, no. you had already, you had two children at this time. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, and then through that, after the second child, you were experiencing postpartum depression. Yes. Big okay. time. All right. And were you 30 yet by that point? Do you know? Um, close to, if not 30. So the reason why I asked is because there's a, um, and I can look this up. Um, I won't do it now, but maybe I'll do mm. it after and I can pop okay. here. Yeah. Um, but when we go through our Saturn return, there's a point in our life that happens right before, and it's a progressed moon return. And what it does is it sets us up for our Saturn return. And a lot of the time what happens, so the moon basically comes right back around to where it was in our charts when we were born. So yours would be in Pisces again. And because mm -hmm. it's a water sign, um, around the age of 27 is when a lot of people experience depression for the first time. And it wow. lasts, that, that progressed moon um, tends to last about two and a half years. 
Yeah. So that's about the time it happened, how long it was, because then I had my daughter in 2006 and I still had postpartum depression. They're two and a half years apart. So that makes a lot of sense. But by when I had my sex, my first daughter, the third child, I remember going, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't, I was remember going to see a therapist and she's like, you have to do, um, cognitive behavior therapy. I remember being so angry about that. I'm like, what do you mean cognitive behavior therapy? That's for people who are whatever. And she's like, yeah, you. So when you think about it, if you think about when this therapist was telling me to do cognitive behavior, but basically she was telling me to get a hold of my thoughts because that's how depression sometimes enhances itself is the thought that you have. And now that we're, you know, here in this time, we're, we're really good at controlling our thoughts. At least I've worked very hard at that without even knowing it was called that. Do you know what I mean? So we call it a mindset shift or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's so interesting that you're, you're bringing this out because I was like, Oh, I didn't do anything. It was so boring. Like, I don't know why you want me to tell you about my, like so many things happened that, that were just like the, the depression makes so much sense. And the, you know, everything, it just makes, I'm just having like brain explosion right now. <laughs> yeah. It all leads to it. So, I mean, you know, there, it's such a transitional time. Anytime we're going through a Saturn return, mm-hmm. um, it does change our structure. So like I said, like for the, a big part for you, clearly it sounds like, mm-hmm. you know, it was moving, it was, um, having children. So let's kind of dive in a little bit more then. So when you were around, um, so you were having your third child, Mm -hmm. um, what was kind of happening, I guess, throughout this process of like having babies and kids and like, where were you working and just kind of give us more details. Yes. That's, that's a change too. So actually what happened was, um, I had my daughter and then we moved again in town um and then i got the job that changed everything for me was working at the private school in orangeville where i had my own classroom i that was my like most like favorite job i've ever had in my life even though and there were so many lessons in that job looking back at that so many i learned so much about myself in that job um you know people pleasing and trying to get people to notice me and validation and i'm the best teacher there is in here and look at my bulletin boards and you know, um, just trying to stand out being seen. So, right. So you talk about being seen and then that for me, it was really hard to be seen. I felt like I was not seen. So, and I remember getting that job and I was like, Oh my God, this is going to be amazing. And it like so many things happened in there as well too. Like after I had, I remember having an interview and I didn't tell the director that I had a baby because I really wanted this job. <laughs> I'm like, if I tell them I have a baby, I think she was six months. If I tell them I have a baby, they're not going to hire me because they'll think that I can't handle it, but I need to get out of this house. Like I remember thinking, I can't stay at home with these kids anymore. I need to go do something, right? Cause I, I was a teacher and that's what I love to do. And they hired me. Like I knew when I got home, that's like one of my first psychic instincts, which I wasn't psychic back then was like, I came home and I'm like, I got the job. And, and I was like, mm. how do you know? I'm like, I just know. And then two seconds later, the phone rang and they're like, we'd like to hire you. And I'm like, I knew it, right? So just like so many things like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. So it kind of like started to, it was almost like, sounds like at least like when you started having kids and once you started Mm -hmm. to kind of put yourself out there more again, like things started to go on a roll, would you say? Yeah. It just, you know what? Like, I don't know if this is what you're like, look, the answer you're looking for, but honestly, the, um, if I hadn't, if those things had not happened, if that Saturn return and the, and the time period and if any, none of those things had ever occurred, I would not be. And you said, who's Jen? Well, 
I would not be Jen that you know now if I had not, now I'm getting emotional, <laughs> if I hadn't gone through all of those things because, you know, all the decisions that I made and, and the, the, the passion to get out there and teach and do what I love to do and it just, you know, and all the people that I met and the way things went down and the, like the whole thing was like setting the stage for me to be who I am now. Mm. 100%. I love that you just said that, like the whole thing yeah. setting the stage for me it to is. be who I am now. Yeah. If I hadn't gone through any of that, I would not be mm -hmm. this. I wouldn't. Yeah. 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 It's, I literally call the Saturn returns like a portal to, you know, yeah. a new life. And I think that's why it scares people a lot, right? Because we're yeah. so used to doing things in certain ways. We, whatever. And and that's why it kind of breaks away the walls of like everything that we've ever known, which, yeah, it can be scary. And it, and it is a lot, but at the same time, like hearing you say that, like, I wouldn't be who I am today without all of that is so powerful for people to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So don't, don't fear it because it just takes a lot. It does take a long time, like years, right? For me, that was years. And yeah. then when things changed and I had to leave that job and they, they got, there was a turnover um, I remember being so devastated at the end, probably of the time that you're talking about, and then another whole phase of my life started. So if anyone's freaking out about, you know, their Saturn return, don't, because you, you can't actually be rebirthed. You can't be birthed into who you are when, without going through it. Mm. You don't see it till after. Yeah. Like, you literally just pulled the curtain over my eye, off of my eyes going, Hey, you didn't do anything exciting. Wait a minute. Okay. Well, I think I did. <laughs> yeah it's so powerful like it's such a powerful time to like I don't know and obviously I'm going through mine right now and this is why I wanted to do this because I feel like it's so it's just such a yeah I don't know people need help I get dms all the time like what what is happening like why do I feel this way like what's going on yeah. and again I the pull the cover over the eye you yeah. know realize yeah. when you see so it's like I, the veil it's like the veil has been lifted get it you can't like, even for like the mediumship world, seriously, you can't see the spirit world unless you go through all this stuff because mm -hmm. you have so much crap on you, all these mm -hmm. beliefs and, and you know what I mean? Like resistance to stuff. But as soon as you go through it and you're on the other side, the veil gets lifted and you can see again, right? Like I'm hearing, I can see clearly now the rain, like you can yeah. see everything now. Like you just did that for me. Like what a gift that you do um for this podcast and everything that you do is like you actually made me take the, the curtain off my eyes and go oh my god I can like I knew mm -hmm. I knew that like the things that I had gone through in the Saturn return were you know they were okay but now you don't like till you start speaking it out loud or you you look back on it mm -hmm. right you're just like oh my gosh like what an amazing gift that was totally yeah Aww. yeah I'm really like happy to hear that I think that you know we don't give ourselves enough credit for everything that we go through mm -hmm. um and yeah I just feel like people have stories and and everyone has something that they've been through to get them to where they are and um this is why I really wanted to do this so you kind of just said like don't I think you said like don't fear it like you know there's going to be yeah. on the other side but I'm kind of curious, like, what was the biggest challenge for you during that time? Um, well, in different, like, you know, places on that timeline for me, there was like moments where I didn't want to be here anymore. I was like, why am I here? Like, this is ridiculous. I, I don't get to sleep. I have to like have a, he had uh, my second child actually, when I got the postpartum depression from had colic. 
Mm. So that was fun. So you have a screaming baby all day long, you know, and, and it showed me like, I can't just be here or gave me a glimpse out of the window. Like I can't just be here just to have a baby that screams its head off all day long and having these horrible thoughts in my mind. And you know what I mean? Just looking back, it was just really challenging to get through the day. Honestly, if I'm honest with you, it was actually the biggest challenge was to just get through my day. So, you know, I didn't work at the time too. And being new and not having a lot of friends and not having that support system until I found it. You know, I remember pushing my kids through the, through the snow, like up to my knees, uphill and back to the, to the, to the earlier center. Cause there was a meeting. I'm like, I got to get there. And I didn't, we only had one car. So Chad had the car. And I remember pushing my kids through the snow in this stroller. Like, if that's not hard, that's not easy to do. No. And, and I'm like, no, like, Ontario, you maybe no, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> get, I was determined, but these things made me determined to not give up. Right. So if any, I know you, I, maybe I'm psychic and jumping ahead, but like any advice I want to give to anyone is do not give up because when you're in the storm, you're like, it's like the tornado yesterday that I predicted, right. That happened in Ontario here. It's like, you know, well, yeah, the tornadoes, but like now you get to rebuild. Maybe you don't need that crap in your house. You know, maybe you get to move. I don't know. Maybe the tornado could be a gift. Mm -hmm. You don't know, but you don't know till the tornado's after and it comes through your whole house. And then you go, Oh, okay, this is why the tornado came. Now I, I get a push to do what I'm here to do or where I'm supposed to go or make a move or follow the spirit, right? So, you know, I actually like love that whole statement for a few reasons. Number one, I want to bring in the fact that we're talking about tornado and um, <laughs> I'm just thinking of The Wizard of Oz. It's my favorite movie. And yeah. when you think about it, like she had to go through that whole life-changing experience, right? I feel like there's so many spiritual lessons in the Wizard of Oz mm -hmm. that I dig through so often. Fun fact, Dorothy was my imaginary friend for years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's awesome. My bestie. I still am like, yes, yeah, she was. Like she was there. I yeah. know. Um, but but I think there's so many lessons in that movie. And I'm kind of like bringing this into what you were just saying, because mm -hmm. obviously there was a tornado. I had to like clear out all of this stuff for her to find her own path in life and find the answers from within. She had them there the whole time, but she had to learn how to go through and meet her own courage, find bravery, mm -hmm. learn her yep. heart, like all these things. And I just feel like that's actually very, such a good resemblance of like what a Saturn return really is. Like, you're trying to find the Wizard of Oz. I don't know. You're trying to find yeah. your new path, like follow the yellow mm -hmm. brick road, right? And and you're getting these glimpses of things that are happening. Yeah. And so the fact that you just said, like, don't give up, that is such a good statement for Saturn return because it pushes you. Saturn mm -hmm. is relentless and yes. doesn't let you give up. No. So I love that advice. I think that that's like, I'm going to take that for myself as well. <laughs> Spirit's like, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So now we like, we've kind of like covered, um, you know, I think like a really good part of sort of your actual Saturn return. So do you want to talk a little bit of coming out of that and then what the transition was? Because I know you were at first, you were like mom, medium, me, mom to medium or something. You want to go talk about that? Yes. Yes. Well, first I was Reiki moms, Reiki moms. So my first thing I ever did. So this is what happened after. So just to clarify, there's more that could happen after your Saturn return is oh, quote unquote over. It's right after all of that happened. I had a moment on my couch. It's in the book where I sat at like my son had the Lego, whatever. I threw the Lego and I lost my mind inside. Like I snapped. That was like the 
biggest Saturn return, you want to call it from him throwing the Lego, but that also in the moment was a tornado. But then after the tornado, I was like on the floor and I'm questioning everything. I'm like, oh my God, I have to do something crazy or I got to feel alive. Like I just felt dead inside. It was, you know, um, and then hearing the voice for the first time, which was, I think was my grandma. And she's like, get off the floor. And I'm like, no, just leave me here. I want to die. I hate my life. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, no, you have more to do. So you have to get off the floor and get in the shower. And I was like, okay, like she meant business. Whoever that voice was meant business. So I got in the shower. And ever since I did that, that one voice came in. Now the voice tells me to do everything. And it sounds, might sound crazy if you're not, you know, into this kind of stuff. But if you're listening to this, I'm sure you are. But the voice, like my internal voice, maybe it was my internal voice that I heard for the first time on full blast. And now I only do, it took me five years, but I only do things that I, that spirit leads me to. So if, if my spirit is like move to Beaverton, which is an hour and a half away from your kid's friend and it's by the water, guess what we're doing? We're moving here. Right? So it allowed me so many things to tune into spirit and follow my inner knowing and my intuition and take Reiki and go here, go there. And everything I did worked out for me for my highest good and got me to where I am today. It was like this divine, invisible voice. It wasn't a physical voice where people are freaking out. It was, it was an internal voice, but it was not my voice saying, and now I just have learned that it's way better to listen to that voice. Mm. Just follow the voice. So yeah, so Reiki moms was the first thing I did. The Reiki was my foundation. And then everything else that I do now was built on top of that. So the mediumship, the psychic, the meant everything just sort of went up on that. So I call it my Jenga blocks. Jenga <laughs> you're kind yeah. of in a sense like rebuilding your I guess identity your self and like finding out who yeah. you are through that process so it would make sense wow. you're building nobody people. would recognize me even my appearance changed I used to have what I call it boy hair mm -hmm. I was like heavier I had boy hair my eyebrows were hairy I didn't know about waxing your eyebrows and I remember going to work one day at the school and someone was like oh something about your eyebrows I'm like oh, you're supposed to wax your eyebrows like like I didn't know that, right? Like I had no idea. I'm just a mom getting through my day. And so like not even that, but my appearance changed. My hair's longer now. You know, I dress different. Like I would never buy those clothes that I used to wear back then. And so it's just a continual involvement for the better. Wow. That's like mm. I love that so much. I feel like I relate a lot in this aspect mm. because I think like when we're talking about like an identity shift, right. Or like whenever you're, you're mm -hmm. changing on the inside, like things on the outside change too and vice versa. Like when your yep. outside changes, your inside yep. does, it shifts. So, um, yeah, that's a really, really good one. I haven't dug much into like the actual appearance side of Saturn return, mm -hmm. but I am knowing there's knowing certain people who have already been through their Saturn return. I can see how that would mm -hmm. actually be very yep. So yeah, because you can't you can't um, look the same if you're not that same person. It has to be be a match to it. This is energy. How you dress and how you look, how you do your hair is energy. Yeah, so it has to match the energy. Like for me, I see some spiritual people wearing like big long moo's and stuff. I'm like, not. I would never wear that, but that's good for them. Do you know what I mean? And right. so like, just think about the old Reitman's size 14 cords I used to wear. Like turtlenecks up to here and and I would never do that now but that's because it's changed and it shifted for you know as the involvement goes mm, I feel like that actually as you're saying that it's like you almost like opened yourself up more like if you were covering yourself up and like yes. it's almost like what were you hiding yes 
well, my extra weight from the medication. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. 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 So all of it, all of it makes total sense to me. And I never really, I mean, I focused on it, but I never really like dug into it, which I'm doing right now. I was like, oh my God, I even changed my looks. Like yeah. if you see me, if you see me like five, even five years ago on my old city medium videos, I actually look different now. Like my face, I can see the difference in my face. Mm. Right. So your whole body changes with the energy behind it, whatever you're, working on or changing actually will change your physical appearance. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually cool to watch. You know, like, um, obviously like I talk a lot about mental health, um, mm -hmm. and uh, mental health does do a lot to our appearances. Um, yes. I think that's pretty clear. So if you are someone who's like going through depression or, you mm -hmm. know, anything, of course, like I always am such a big advocate for finding help, but I really love Jen, how you actually brought up like if you're not spiritual or, you know, into mm -hmm. this kind of stuff, that might sound crazy to some people. And I, I really, really, really want to like normalize for people that, you know, we are beings who are spiritual, having a human experience, mm -hmm. heard that on the Oprah podcast yesterday. So I just thought I'd mm -hmm. add that there. But when we're going through these human emotions, such as like, you know, whether it's postpartum depression, whether it's depression, whether it's anxiety, whatever it is, your body is trying to communicate something with you. And as Jen just said, it does show up in our appearances. It does make our faces like, even for me, like, I'm like, I, you know, have had, I'm in my Saturn return. It's been quite a doozy of a couple of years. And I'm like, my jaw is so much bigger than it ever was before because I'm holding stress in here. Yeah, and yeah. I think that that um, translates as you start to kind of do work on yourself. And as you know, you're delayering from whatever it is that you're carrying emotionally, it will start to shed or move in different ways. That's how energy works. So I really love that you brought that up. Yeah. And emotions are very powerful mm -hmm. and people don't really understand. Some people do, but some people don't understand like all the readings that I do. People have no idea. They're like, well, I went to the doctor and they don't find anything. I'm like, yeah, because it's an emotional thing. It's energy and their CT scan doesn't pick up emotions. They should make machines that do that. That would be very helpful. And then they could target the emotion that is causing the pain in their body or the weight gain or the whatever, because it's energy, mm -hmm. right? And emotion is energy in motion. Like if you think about that, it's like crazy to think about, but it is. And so every thought that you have, oh, I'm so fat. Well, guess what happened? Boom, you just, you're gonna gain weight. Ah. Oh, my face is breaking out. Oh, guess what? Your face is gonna break out. But like you said, it's trying to tell you something. Yeah. And you know what I've been doing now when I get a breakout? Hi, sweetie. Huh? I'll touch it. I'm like, hi, you know what? You're going to get better. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. Like, you know what? You're just showing me that maybe I had a little bit too much chocolate, but you know what? I love that chocolate. And I you know, we're laughing at that, but honestly, I've gained like 15 pounds, which doesn't seem like a big deal, but I'm used to being a size like six and I'm, I don't know, like a 10 and I've gained a whole bunch because of the pandemic and that's how my body protected itself. So what I would normally do is go, oh my God, I feel so horrible. I'm so fat and look at this. And now I'm like, you know what? Oh yeah, look at that. More of me to love, woohoo. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm embracing it instead of resisting it, which would just cause more weight gain. So now I'm just going to love me. So that's a whole other shift too in the Saturn return crapola that you think is because you actually, what you get out of it sometimes is self-love or a little bit closer to loving the house of you. Ooh, okay. A little bit closer to loving the house yes. of you. I freaking love that. 
It's so true. The amount of people who are, and I don't know, maybe you can relate, but like the older I get, you know, this is one of the things I love about getting older is I'm like, I really actually don't care that I have a dimple in my chin. I really like it. Or, you know, I don't care if I have a little bit of cellulite on my legs. I truly don't care. Whereas like in our early twenties, it's like, how can I work out to like be the skinniest person here? And it's like, no, like that's not what this is about. So I love that so much. Yeah. Cause it's hard, it's hard, it is hard to love ourselves. I'm not saying I want to totally love myself, but I'm starting to recognize when I don't love the parts of my house. And I'm like, you know what, 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 it's the same amount of energy to hate it. Why wouldn't I shift it into trying to like it or just being nicer to it? Totally. It's, it's literally housing my soul, which is the essence of who I am and where I'm from. So why would I be mean to it? Mm. Yeah, that's a shift that comes yeah. out of Saturn return. that is a huge shift actually because yeah you're learning yourself you're learning you know to love yourself you're learning to love this meat suit that you're here with experiencing life so Mm -hmm. um yeah I'm glad that you brought that up Mm -hmm. um I guess like to kind of tie it in you did give a little bit of advice for people what is something that you would say to that version of Jen like back then um if you could see her now Oh, I would, mm, I would say, don't try to control anything, <laughs> mm. you know, because control is a big thing for me. I have so many lessons, of lessons, right? So many lessons in the Saturn return of trying to control things that are out of my control. Um, that's a big, a big lesson for people to learn. Cause I know a lot of us like to control things, thinking that we can control an outcome or control other humans or not our letter spouses do something or, you know what I mean? And that is so so not who we are it's just who we believe we are to be so the advice i would give is can you let go of control a little bit more than you did yesterday and and when you can get closer to that then i would say stay neutral as much as you can about things that are very emotional like yes feel your emotions i'm not saying skip them over and i'm not saying you know bury them i'm saying feel them but i'm saying can you be neutral about something that you would normally get upset about or control like money Right. That's what I would tell me. Stop worrying about the money. The money always comes. As spiritual entrepreneurs, we all struggle with that. Most of I would say 90% of us struggle with that, right? But I but the more I meditate, and I would say meditate more as well, too. Um, the more I meditate, the more I hear the guidance from spirit. Spirit's like, be easy about it. And I'm like, that's so easy. We like to make things so hard. Why are you making everything so hard? Just be neutral about it and things will start to change. So that, I mean, there's more than one thing, but I could go on and on. But that's, you know, those are the main points that I have learned and my future self has, uh, has advice for, for everyone here. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I love that. I think that's another big part of like, I guess, evolution, or I don't know if you want to call it ascending mm-hmm. or what it is that you want to call it learning yes. to like, it actually gets to be more simple. And for some reason, yes we're so hard on ourselves and like I am very very hard on myself so yeah me too it's so it's so interesting so yeah when you actually say that it's like one day in maybe 20 years from now like are we gonna look back and be like you should have just played you should have just had some fun like you should have just you know or just made a sandcastle on the beach 
go follow Jen on Instagram. <laughs> I'll put it all below as well but like loving these I love these like revelations that you're experiencing while yeah. you're through this transit um yeah. okay so I love that so do you want to just like kind of lead us into um where you are now and how maybe that connected so well I'm always changing and you know remembering more things like I every day I'm waking up to more and more truths that were buried under the amnesia you know what I mean um things that were like and you know what I, I just it hit me now is that people are, are still living in the version of me that they used to know so let's just say there was someone who knew me like at that school when I worked there they wouldn't recognize me now physically or or kind of what I do or like the person I am now, because the person back then was worried about everything, what people thought, trying to impress everybody, validation, look at me, you know, do the best you can be. And now they would be like, who are you? Because I'm not so intense about it. I'm just more intense about other things that I know are important, right? Like meditation, enhancing your gifts, you know, letting spirit bring you the people who you're supposed to work with instead of chasing after them, mm. right? It's just, it just it's just a continuation of that and just going you know again carrying on that that mantra of like i'm just going to be easy about it i'm just going to be easy about it and the more you do that you start to let go which we all have a hard time surrendering right so i've just decided to surrender my entire life my business everything to the universe and, and instead i pray for the highest good of all yeah and then i don't have to do much i don't have to try hard anymore because when you try hard you're creating resistance. You create that block. You create that wall around you, right? And so all these things are now, I'm remembering them all, like they're coming all online, like this, I don't know, these crazy lights all of a sudden, like at this light show. And I'm like, whoa, 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 one at a time, but we're getting, getting them all at once. Um, but yeah, just like making things easier for myself instead of trying to make it hard. Yeah, I have moments where I'm like, oh crap, car payment is due tomorrow. But I've never not been able to pay my car payment, mm. ever. Because I know the universe has my back. Some people might forget that from time to time, but that's the ultimate truth is that the universe and spirit has your back. Spirit would have said, hey, Court, you should quit your teaching job. Like, Jen, haha, here's no money. Like, I know. You know what I mean? That doesn't make any sense. Why would the universe do that? But I know. You also have to do your part of it too, right? Where you have to let go and you have to rest and play and all these things that you talk about as well too. You've got to do because sometimes we can preach really good and sometimes we're not doing the stuff that we're telling people to do. So you got to call yourself out your own crap too. <laughs> Give me a huge message. <laughs> but we have to do it. We have to be accountable to ourselves. Yeah. We have to call ourselves out our own crap. That's yeah. part of the work. That's part of the work, man. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And I think like, you know, when, when you surrender to the path of, let's say your soul, which is what Saturn is trying to teach you, yeah. of course there's work to be put in. That's the thing. Yep. with um Saturn that I think why people are like oh it's so hard and the, because of course it would just be great if we could just sit back and be like I'm not going to do anything but it does require yep. action in yep. a way that I think it's more about trusting action so it's when you um like I think for us like for me for example and that's why I relate to you. It's like surrendering to your own intuitive messages, moving along that path that comes with a lot of 
internal work, which means you got to be doing some reprogramming, belief work, yep. you know, whether it's meditating, whatever it might be, it's like there is action in, in all of those um, processes yes. so that you can clear away the gunk, like you said, and kind of mm-hmm. tune into more of who you are. So I think that that is the work. And then also it, it is about um, practicing what you preach. Hey, I've done it myself. I'd be like, hey, surrender. Hey, you should do that. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not even doing that. Why? It's easy for us because we have that knowledge. Yeah. We want to, you know, share it with everyone and come across as the quote unquote expert. But are we the expert of ourselves? Like, can we apply that stuff to ourselves? <clears throat> mm. I'm really good at coaching people to do this kind of stuff, but can I coach myself? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I know. It's it is wild. Um, that's so funny. You know how okay, so Dorothy is around or something right now. Judy Garland, where are you at? She's my favorite. <laughs> um, but I was just thinking how in that movie it's surrender Dorothy. They actually put it in the sky. Yeah. Right? They paint it in the sky literally for you to look up and read. <laughs> <laughs> okay I know, every- I know what I'm doing it's fine yeah. my way is working really well and then one day you wake up you're like oh my god nothing is happening what's going on and you gotta look up okay just look up at what it says up there <laughs> surrender Dorothy that should be the title okay. of this whole thing I think the uh, main lessons of yes. uh, Saturn return freaking surrender yes yeah. And that can be annoying when people say that over and over, but there's actually a like 99.99999% truth to it. If you can master that and it does take practice, you don't get it in one day. You don't, you get through meditation, you get through practice, you get through trial and error. You get it through, you know, well, this isn't working for me. Forcing things is not working for me. So what if I tried something different? Cause mm-hmm. I like to say to people like, how's that working for you? Like, how's that working for you? That is a really I'm like, I'm like, oh, I guess if it was working for me, I wouldn't be here talking to you. <laughs> mm. Right. So, really good line. It's something to definitely like think about. Mm. I, I really like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like this has been so good and so juicy and lots of different like, <laughs> like pieces of the puzzle coming in here, but they do all really represent what a Saturn return is. And yes, just to remind people that, yeah. you know, Saturn is in your chart. You're always going to have these energies of lessons to learn when you're having a Saturn transit, which there's more than just a Saturn return, but primarily for a Saturn return, you get another one. So Jen will have another one when she's 58, 61. Oh, I can't, I'll, I'll be a pro by then. It's fine. I'll be like <laughs> on the beach going, come and get me. Come yeah. Me, bro. Okay. I'm ready for you. <laughs> Surrender. But the interesting thing is though, and I'll, I'll make a little prediction here. Um, so this is tends to what can happen during our Saturn return is similarities will, will reignite or happen again. So for someone who has maybe in their first Saturn return had kids, it's pretty common for, um, one of their kids to have kids or get married, something about their family expanding during that time. So you never know when you're sick, you know, yeah, (laughs) you might be having a couple of grandkids. Yeah, that's fine by me. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a psychic. I can tap into their future timelines and tell them. They're like, we don't want to know. I'm like, I already know it's gonna happen. I already know it's gonna happen. <laughs> Wait, can I just like ask a question of this really quick? Yeah. Are your kids like how are they with their gifts? Um, so my youngest daughter would be the most in tune. 
Mm. Um, I kind of think they, they all have a tiny bit of it right now. Like the youngest one, if she really worked at it, she could do what I do in the future. Um, but not a lot. I would say like my 16, 17 year old, he said to me, um, he was working out in the basement. It's an unfinished basement in this new house. And he goes, Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. I'm like, what? He's like, I saw a ghost. I'm like, oh, what? And he's like, yeah, it looked like you were standing right in front of me, but it's a man with a beard and a hat and he was wearing a mailman suit. And I was like, he goes, my stomach just dropped. I'm like, did you run upstairs? He's like, no. I'm like, Oh my God, that's amazing. I'm like, you're a medium. He's like, no, I'm not. Don't say that. No, I'm not. <laughs> But if you can see spirit, guess what? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's so I can't even see them. I can't even see spirit. I'm clairaudient. I'm not clairvoyant. He saw a physical manifestation of spirit in this house. Wow. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is really yeah. cool. I think the reason why I asked too is like, yeah, you know, there's um I'm so fascinated with the way we could do a different, we'll do another talk mm -hmm. on this one day, maybe on on my own YouTube channel. But like yeah. I'm so fascinated with obviously kids. Like I've worked with kids my whole life, but I would love to be their spiritual teacher, like for kids yes. like, to be yes. a, in a school being like, no, we're learning this. Yeah. Um, but I'm so fascinated with them because their astrology, especially coming, um, you know, choosing parents who are very tapped in and you know, tuned into all these different energies. So that's why I asked, because I feel like mm -hmm. if you had a Saturn return where you, it was in the sign of cancer and you're having kids and you're a medium, psychic medium. It's like, mm, what are you, what pathway are you opening for your children? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure the youngest would be able to, if she worked at it when she was older, she could totally do what I do. Mm. She'd be the only one I could think of that. Would, yeah. But yeah, she's seen spirit before when she was younger, she was more into it with crystals and stuff like that. But not right now because she's going to be a teenager soon so right. maybe after that they gotta you gotta they gotta go through their process they gotta do their own thing be their own self yeah exactly yeah. okay Jen well thank you so much this is oh, so thank fun. you um now yeah. I always like say it's it's funny because I feel like all the people that are coming on here they mm -hmm. have such amazing things to share with the world but we don't really talk about like your business stuff but I do want to give you a chance to just be like where to find you what do you offer like how can people work with you if they want to or get in touch. Yeah. So, um, this is a good time. I do regular stuff. I do like the psychic medium stuff and the mentoring and the Reiki. However, with all these transitions that are coming out with my trine and whatever the heck is going on, I can do way more things than I just started calling my secret menu. So I'll tell you about the secret menu is that if you're a business owner, I can literally tap into your divine business plan. Mm. So we all have a divine business plan. And I can bring that down to you and go give it to you. I tell you your blocks. I can tell you um, your past lives that are stopping you from moving on. And, and a lot of the things that are why you're having trouble in your business right now is usually because of a past life, not so much your human self. So all these cool things I can tell you, like what you're going to, what steps to take. It saves you a lot of trouble. Like I've been doing this for six years. I would have killed to have someone tell me five years ago. Here's what you do. Here's what you don't do. This is what you're yeah. supposed to do. Don't try that because that's not going to work. Right. So I build the psychic and the download of the business plan um, and help people that way, which is really exciting. In fact, people just messaging me saying, I want that. I'm like, because that's kind of different, I think. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm going to have one next week. I think I'm super excited about. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, um, you are. You are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's so cool. So, you know, yeah, Jen, um, and again, has um, pops up and does like little free readings for her community. So if you want to check out, you know, her and yeah. also her every Wednesday, every Wednesday yeah. night after the radio show, I do free readings. 
Okay, but Chad is really stealing the show these days. So, you know. I know. Um, like, his, okay, there's views are like double when Chad is on the show. I'm like, okay, that's rude. Like, people don't want to see me. Like, I don't understand. Like, there's like 2,000 views on these things. I'm like, with me, it's just 500. I'm like, okay, guess what? You're hired. I, you got to come on the show. <laughs> I am pushing for either a YouTube channel or a podcast with yeah. you on it called like the spiritual couple or some I don't know like well he he came up with the name he came up with the name because he's a firefighter so he thinks we should call it spirit on fire Done. He came up with that. Done. <laughs> oh my gosh and I think that like this would be so cool for people who are in partnerships um and you know um because the, the divine masculine is waking up um and all these things so I just feel like it would be so cool anyway you can go check her out I'll leave everything in this description bar slash show notes um but yeah thanks Jen thanks for coming and doing oh, thank you so much it's always fun hanging out with you and I'll see you within a year <laughs> or sooner because I'm going on Big Brother people and um what's gonna happen is I'm gonna have to go back to Ontario first. yes <laughs> oh. we're all gonna have a big party to celebrate your success Yay! Amazing. Okay, so um, with all that being said, we'll leave that here. Um, if you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, do all the things. And um, yeah, come hit us up on Instagram if you want. So I will see you guys in my next video. Bye! Bye. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Saturn Return Diaries podcast. My name is Courtney. And if you're new here, hello and welcome. I am the creator behind this podcast, obviously, and the creator behind Bravely Beautiful Brand, which is where I do lots of astrology readings, talk about energy, and lots of new things coming out. So go on over there if you want to check and see more of what I'm up to. But this podcast is my new little baby, my fun project where I basically get to be Oprah I've been joking about because I just have always wanted to be her, fun fact. In grade eight in the yearbook, I was actually um, voted to be most like Oprah. So I'm going to just give myself a pat on the back for following those footsteps. And I actually just noticed, oh, oh, here's a little fun, another fun fact that she has her North Node in Capricorn. I also have my North Node in Capricorn. She's also an Aquarius. I am also an Aquarius. Just let me just say she's one of my huge huge inspos if you haven't noticed. <laughs> anyway, let's get into what we're going to be talking about today. I have another guest on the episode, which I'm super stoked for. I love doing these interviews. I love hearing the stories that people go through and how they get from one point in their life to the next. And obviously that's what this is all about. Saturn return is a life-changing transit. It, it moves you in a new way. It changes your structure, all the things. So before I get into introducing our guest, just a reminder, you can follow us on YouTube. You can subscribe and like there. You can go and see, actually watch the interviews that I'm doing with people um, and, you know, put a face to the name. And if not, and you're just like, I'm cool with the podcast, that's cool too. But I would love to see screenshots and, you know, tag us on your stories over at Saturn Return Diaries on Instagram. That would be absolutely amazing. Um, it's so cool to just see who's listening and just like literally warms my heart so much. So anyway, just know I'm really grateful for you. And today we have Jen Abra 
the Genebra. Yes, Genebra. Another person who came into my life via the interwebs in 2020. I've never met Jen in real life, but it feels like we have. And she is someone who absolutely just came into my life at a time where I really needed, or not even needed, but it was like, oh my gosh, like her story, parts of it resembled part of what I was going through. And that's how we know when a teacher appears, right? We're ready. Like there's something there. There's spirit guiding us to that. And, and so it was really cool to hear Jen's story from, you know, when she was going through her Saturn return and then to where she is now. And it was so funny because she's like, you'll hear her say this in the interview, but she basically was like, I don't have much to tell you. Like I was being a mom during that time. And as we got talking and as I started asking her more questions, she was like, oh my God, like that was super transformative. So it's cool to like think back and reflect, I think for, you know, people. And I'm, I'm excited that I'm giving that opportunity to people as well. But it's really cool to hear her story. And I do want to say, like, there are a lot of people in their Saturn return who actually become a parent for the first time. And that changes your structure. So Jen's really cool because she had, um, you know, there's lots of stuff that happened in her journey becoming a mom and leading to where she is now. And she's a medium. She's a psychic. She, you know, is just a funny, oh my God, her TikToks, like she just spits truth. She's a Sagittarius, which I love. Um, but yeah, anyway, I will let you guys listen to the episode. If you're hearing this, I'm assuming that potentially you, maybe you know Jen already, you know, she has a lot of people in her community that are very, very amazing and loyal and they've learned a lot from her. Um, Jen has lots of services and sessions if you want to work with her. Um, but also she you know, she just has so many different things that she's doing, which is really cool, but she, she's branching out. She's changing. She flows with what she's feeling, which is really cool. So I will link all of that below, of course, and you can find her, um, in the links that I add, but, um, yeah, come on over to my Instagram at Saturn return diaries. Let me know what you think. Um, and go say hey to Jen as well. She's at Elevate Her Soul, which again, like I said, all the links will be in the description bar below. But without further ado, let's just get into it. Let let yourself just feel Jen's magic and um, and yeah, yeah, let's just leave it at that. So enjoy and I will see you on the other side. All right, everybody, that is it for that episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and you got to experience some of Jen's magic and our conversation. It's so funny when spiritual people get together, I swear. It's like this channeling transcendence, like just wild experience. So I hope you felt that. I hope you felt lit up. I hope you learned something from this and maybe feel even expanded by this, which is so cool and Like I said, all of Jen's information will be linked below so you can connect with her. And um, yeah, just thank you so much for being here. Let me know what you think. Like, comment, subscribe if you're on the YouTube worlds. And if you're not and you're on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to podcasts, definitely give a rating and review and just, you know, pass along to a friend. Maybe somebody that you know who wants to learn more about this. But anywho, this episode has been amazing. I hope you guys enjoyed it and I will see you in our next episode. Bye!